Hey, and welcome to the Mickey in Minutes podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 45, a brief history of Disney park closures. Attention, space travelers. All flights have been put in a holding pattern. Travelers in rockets, please remain seated as your flight will continue in a moment. Folks, please accept our apologies for Brer Fox and Brer Bear. They can't help getting into mischief. And we're mighty sorry that you can't continue your visit to Splash Mountain just now. Please stay seated until a cast member comes to help you. Thank you. And sorry for the hold-up, folks. There seems to be a slow-moving train up ahead, so we gotta sit here for a spell. You just remain seated, and we'll be right with you. In September of 1979, National Lampoon magazine published a short story written by John Hughes called Vacation 58. Inspired by his own childhood memories, Vacation 58 was about a family cross-country road trip to the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. But everything that could go wrong does, including finally getting to Disneyland only to find an empty parking lot and a sign that said, closed for repairs and cleaning. If this sounds familiar, it's because this short story inspired the now-classic comedy National Lampoon's Vacation. This 1983 film starring Chevy Chase strayed slightly from its source material in that it did not feature Disneyland. Instead, the film had the family heading to the fictional theme park, Wally World. This change helped them avoid legal issues with the Disney company, though they still managed to slip quite a few references to Disney in the film. For example, the fictional park's mascot is Marty Moose, clearly a parody of Mickey Mouse, and the park's creator is Roy Wally, which is a nod to Roy Disney, Walt's brother who started the Disney company with Walt and oversaw the construction of Walt Disney World in Florida after Walt's death in 1966. And of course the most obvious reference being the name Wally World, with Wally being another nickname for Walt. 1983's vacation film also had the family arrive to an empty parking lot and a closed park. This storyline was actually a reference to a time in Disneyland's early history when the park was actually closed every Monday and Tuesday except for during peak seasons. Nowadays, we're used to the parks being open seven days a week all year round. And up until a few weeks ago, the idea of the Disney parks closing for even a day was weird because it only happened a few times in history. That's what makes the current indefinite closure of all the Disney parks around the world so unprecedented. Back when Vacation 58 was written, the idea of showing up to a completely empty Disney park was funny. On this episode, I'm going to tell you about the other times that Disney parks have closed unexpectedly throughout history that weren't so funny. But spoiler alert, they've always reopened again and have become more magical than ever. And I'm sure they will again this time.
In November of 1963, eight years after Disneyland opened, the park had its first unplanned closure. After flying over Central Florida, looking for the perfect location on which to build his new Disney World project, Walt got the news that President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Walt decided to close Disneyland the next day on November 23rd in observance of National Mourning. The next time a Disney park would have to close unexpectedly was over 30 years later, in 1999. Hurricane Floyd was a Category 4 hurricane and it was on the path to hit Florida. So Walt Disney World closed all of its parks, including the water parks and downtown Disney, on the afternoon of September 14th. Luckily, the hurricane changed its course, and parts of the resort reopened on September 15th, and the rest of it reopened on September 16th. But just a couple years later, the unthinkable happened. On September 11th, 2001, the United States was attacked by terrorists. Disneyland was not open yet for the day when everything happened, so it simply did not open on September 11th. But Walt Disney World, however, had to evacuate the parks. Cast members were instructed to form human walls and walk towards the exits to gently force guests out of the parks. They were also instructed to not tell guests what had actually happened and to say that the park is being closed for reasons beyond their control. That must have been pretty scary for the guests and the cast members alike. But both Disneyland and Walt Disney World reopened on September 12, 2001 with added security, including more police officers, bag checks before you enter the parks, and even canine units. Even though the parks reopened so quickly, it was a while before things felt back to normal. But of course, the magic eventually returned to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Walt Disney World would close its parks again, and again, and again in 2004, due to three different hurricanes. First, on August 13th for Hurricane Charlie, then on September 4th and 5th for Hurricane Francis, and finally, on September 26th for Hurricane Jean. But after that, things stayed open for a little while. That is until Hurricane Matthew hit Florida. This Category 5 hurricane caused Walt Disney World Parks to close at 5 o'clock on October 6th, 2016, and remain closed on October 7th. But luckily, they were able to reopen again the next day. But of course, being in Florida, that wouldn't be the last time Walt Disney World closes for a hurricane. On September 9th, 2017, Hurricane Irma caused the Florida parks to close at 9 p.m. and remain closed for another three days after that. Then finally, on September 3rd, 2019, Walt Disney World closed all of its parks at 3 o'clock except for Epcot, which stayed open until 7 due to the hurricane changing course. The parks then reopened again the next day. And up until about a month ago, that was the last time any Disney park had closed unexpectedly. All of these park closures, with the exception of 9-11, had no major long-term effects on the park, and they all saw the parks reopen within a couple of days. Today, people all around the world are being asked to stay home whenever they can, limit gatherings to less than 10 people at a time, and practice social distancing when in public. These new rules, meant to help stop the spread of the coronavirus, caused all the Disney parks around the world to close. Shanghai Disneyland was the first to close its gates back on January 25th, followed by Hong Kong Disneyland on January 26th, Tokyo Disneyland on February 29th, and the rest of the parks including Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland Paris on March 15th. The current closure of the Disney parks due to the COVID-19 pandemic is different in a lot of ways. First of all, at the time of this recording, every single Disney park around the world is closed not just a single resort. I believe this is the first time ever that that has happened. 
Also, there is no official set date for the parks to reopen yet. This closure has caused thousands of cast members to be furloughed and executives, including CEO Bob Chapek, to take a 30 to 50% pay cut. Former CEO and now executive chairman Bob Iger even decided to temporarily forgo his entire salary. Also being affected are the Imagineers and construction workers working on all those new amazing projects in the parks that we heard about back at the D23 Expo and before. Unfortunately, all of these projects are now on hold. That includes the Avengers Campus at Disneyland, the entire Epcot Future World Reimagining project, and the Tron Light Cycle Coaster at the Magic Kingdom, just to name a few. Not to mention any amazing projects that we haven't even heard of yet. But hopefully everything gets back on track when this is all over, without any major budget cuts or changes. Unfortunately, this indefinite closure will have a lot of long-term effects on the parks, and we're just going to have to wait and see how they all unfold. But for now, everyone's health and safety are Disney's and the world's number one priority. Hopefully, everything gets back to normal very soon. And when it does, I can't think of a better place to celebrate than a Disney park. Well, that was my look back at the times when the Disney parks closed unexpectedly over the years. Of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the time back on August 6, 1970, when Disneyland had to close early due to protesters known as Yippies taking over Tom Sawyer's Island and getting into fights with guests. Apparently, a police officer in a helicopter had to help evacuate the park. Also, I only focused on U.S. parks in this episode, but Disneyland Paris had to close its gates for a few days following some terrorist attacks on November 13, 2015. Did I leave out any other times the parks had to close unexpectedly? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Also, have you ever seen National Lampoon's Vacation or read the short story that inspired it? Neither one of those are exactly family-friendly, but if you're an adult who doesn't mind some crazy humor, I recommend you check them out because they are both very funny. Well, I hope everyone is staying safe and enjoying this extra time at home. And if you're an essential worker, thanks so much for all you're doing. If you're bored at home and need some ideas on how to pass the time Disney-style, be sure to check out my last episode called Family-Friendly Disney Fun at Home. Well, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. If you liked it, please rate it, review it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes, find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos, and check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, exclusive podcast episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.